All right. Uh, I guess I guess we're in it now. I guess we're in the start. We're in it. We're, this is the start have, of the episode. Have... Yeah. Leave all that in. bit in. That's the start <laughs> of the episode. You're listening to a Homestuck podcast. I'm John. You sure are. I and I'm Aiden. Uh, and uh, we are now in week two, week five, week eight of COVID quarantine. Um. And I feel like that part from The Lighthouse where Willem Dafoe is like, tell me, boy, how long have we been on this rock? Uh, but it's really, it's been like a day. I've never seen yeah. that movie. You should see The Lighthouse. It's pretty I, good. I've been meaning to. I, I There's there's this Facebook page that was recommended to me where something happens with a seagull. And I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this movie now. A thing happens with a seagull. Um, there's so many more scenes of uh, masturbation in that movie than I thought there were going to be. Okay. Um, I I just want to take this opportunity to again reiterate my my lighthouse story, which is that um, me and a couple of my friends went out drinking um one night uh last semester I think, and we went to our usual spot. We got varying degrees of drunk. I had a good couple drinks in me. Um, and then we were gonna go to the theater to see the lighthouse. And so we went to the theater and uh we saw the lighthouse, but we showed up a couple of minutes late and almost all the seats in the house were full, and so we all had to sit like in the front row. Oh god. Um and so I like me I was drunk. I don't know how drunk my friends were, I was drunk. And the scene where Willem Dafoe like spends two straight minutes like cursing out uh Robert Pattinson with this arcane uh, sailors, like, like, sailors curse yeah. was the scariest thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> it was like, it, it felt like it was 10 minutes long. Um, that's my lighthouse story. Sounds like uh, a fun movie. <laughs> it's an awesome movie. Everybody should go see the lighthouse. It's officially, officially pod endorsed. Um, go see the lighthouse. It's great. Uh, anyway, we're a podcast about Homestuck, and so we read some of it this week. We did. We, we read up to page... What was it 613? It was 613. Okay. You gave us a cliffhanger this time. I gave us a cliffhanger, but somehow it felt like not much happened in in this this week's reading. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like this reading was like um there's both a couple things that I really liked that I want to talk about, but there's also just a lot of a lot of pages that didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but there's some, there's some companion material that I want to bring up on the way. Uh, so, so, so we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's get into it. Let's get right into it. I did a bit of a Keemstar there. You you Um, did. I, (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to keep going, but I decided it was a bad idea. Let's get right into the home stuck. Keemstar is not a friend of the pod. Uh, not endorsed. Enemy of the pod. Enemy of the pod. Number one. Keemstar. Hate that guy. Keemstar, if you're um, listening, I... fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Keemstar. <laughs> I just realized, uh, speaking of Keemstar, I just realized that um, I forgot to count any slurs this reading. I don't think possibly. there were any. I... I don't remember running into any. Yeah, um, I, I think I think I've given myself the task of making notes of when we encounter slurs from here on out, but I don't, I don't, I don't. Likewise, yeah, I, um, yeah, I don't think part there of it. Any. Part of it might be that I spent a lot of time this week going, like, through uh, extracurricular, like, other <laughs> hussy works, and there's so many slurs in those that I was just completely desensitized, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, 
so let's see, where do we leave off? Okay, so last week we left off with um, Nanosprite explaining the the universe, uh, as it were, now to John, yes. and John becoming quite deflated uh, when he discovers that Earth is doomed and he does not get to save the world. Yeah, um, um I I think it, <laughs> I think it's interesting that he he seems to me it seems he's more bummed about not being able to save the world and not about the fact that Earth is just fucked. It, I was thinking about that, and I, I I remembered how when I was a kid, and I found out about the the whole the, the whole Mayan calendar shit when I was mm-hmm. around John's age, when I was John's age, because I'm mm-hmm. John at that age, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I the concept of the world ending when I was 13 freaked the hell out of me, and John just seems kind of chill about it. I was raised in a really atheist household, so I never believed any of that, so I relate to John more here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you no, know, yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually going to, I'm looking at the pages now where that, that happens, and he doesn't really seem, like, specifically upset about anything besides just kind of, it, it takes the wind out of his sails once he finds out that Earth is doomed yeah. and he can't save the world. Um, but, so, like, shortly after, basically immediately after where we left off, it, we kind of get a sudden jump back to Rose's perspective for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and th- this isn't, like, super, it, it's not very long, but there is one thing that I kind of wanted to make a note of here, which is, um, so Rose looks at Jasper's, her dead cat, uh, the, the stuffed dead cat in the, in the casket that the mausoleum that she's in is for. And she remarks in her internal monologue or in the narration, uh, that's kind of the same thing, that it's pretty much all his fault that you're in this mess in the first place, so he can just button it. Yeah. Loaded statement uh, for this, just out of context, just bizarre. Um, yeah. And and that comes up again in, in like just a second, because uh, we, get, we get some more... So it cuts back to John immediately, and there's some, like, WV, uh, the the narrator at this point is kind of abusing John narratively, and John is really upset about it, and we get to, we get to, like, briefly see, um, WV, uh, like, we go back to his perspective, and we see him accidentally open this little, this, like, cabinet thing in the weird facility he's in where he finds there's a potted plant there's some cans of food and there's a book on human etiquette uh, i'm kind of zipping through this because i had a thought i wanted to pick up back on yeah um with the, with the human etiquette thing uh this is this is our first instance of like keyboard humor um yeah it'll come back later but i never really picked up on when, when i first read homesick i never really, really picked up on the joke of like the first step to human etiquette is turning off your caps lock, which, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, keyboard humor, uh, online etiquette. Uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know why I felt like bringing it up. No, no, it's fine, because you've, you've now made me realize that when people want to be mean on the internet, no one yells in caps lock anymore. Yeah. Uh, which is just really both dated this comic and myself. I'm only 22. I turned, actually, 
I did, I, my birthday was uh was this week or this past week. Uh, happy birthday to me! But um, it, I I'm now nostalgic for when people would just like yell in all caps and make death threats at each other online instead of like be snarky on Twitter. Yeah. Damn. Good old days. The the bad old days. The less bad old days. <laughs> but yeah, so so we get back to Rose. There's like another game facts um bit which is like it's 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 entertaining rose writing um it 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 serves as more recap i feel which is it's it's still strange i feel like that we're getting this much recap at this point in the story yeah what it it i think i think this one is where it really settled in how much recap there is in early homestuck because um hussy drops it like uh before act six starts and then it just there's no like recap situations like ever again. Yeah. It, 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 it makes me wonder like how he viewed uh, the audience and like how they were like picking up on the story and everything, because it really feels like he, he's given himself like an obligation to recap every so often. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I feel like part of it. Sorry. I feel like part of it might be like, he really, really wanted to establish, like, the lore at this point, and so he was just drilling it over and over, like, this is how it works. You gotta prototype your sprite twice. Yeah. Um. Although on this page, you do get the, the kind of, like, the cute detail of, like, Rose writing it in progress and, like, admonishing herself for using too many words, which is kind of ironic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we get, like, uh, we get a, we get a minor flashback, um, from Rose's perspective, uh, months in the past, but not many. The first thing I want to note is that the Lalonde estate, uh, it was covered in snow is really pretty. I like it. Yeah, it's good. This comet looks good sometimes. Most of the time. Uh, but, but here we have a, a Rose and Jade pester log, which is an absolute ray of sunshine. Um, Jade has a similar effect on Rose as she has on Dave. I think. Yeah. Um, and there's, like, one line in here that I actually really, really liked, uh, where Rose, um, says, uh, Rose, like, calls out John on saying that, uh, she needs a new hobby, um, when she makes completely reasonable analytical remarks, and, uh, Jade says, not everybody always means the opposite of what they say the way you and Dave always do, which, I love that. Yeah, Um, um, I don't, I don't know if, if, um, Hussey had planned, uh, as far ahead as he does, but I feel like the, this is, like, almost planting a seed for, like, um, a, 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 a more direct similarity between Dave and Rose, personality-wise. Yeah. Um, Phantom um, definitely didn't pick up on that. They probably misinterpreted it. Um. Which is crazy to me, because even with, like... Even though I have the luxury of having read past, like, having read this comic before. Yeah. That, like, the amount of parallels between uh, Rose and Dave is just, like, not subtle at all. Yeah. Um, were you going to finish that thought, or I just completely derail your train? No, that, that that's what, that's really all I wanted to say, is that it felt like it was yeah. playing a seed for okay. later. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's... I, I, yeah, it's super. It's super obvious. We're gonna get there a little bit with some of the descriptions of like the 
when Dave's walking out the Strider apartment, especially, with the whole, like, contest of one-upmanship. Yeah. Like, the same phrases being used between both households. Yeah. Um, there's, like, there's some other stuff from this pester log that is worth, uh, touching on as well. Um, the, the, the first one being, uh, the, apparently Jade has been working on John's birthday present for years. Um, put a pin in that. Yeah, put a big pin in that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and th- this is, like, still again with, like, the amount of weird or mysterious things that Jade says that are accepted as normal by her friends. Um, it, it, it's a continuing train, and it's utterly bizarre, uh, out of context. Yeah, um, this pastor log shows that, um, Jade actually does know about the game, uh, but she didn't know it by name when it was brought up, yeah. uh, a while ago. Um. What if someone told you you could play a game that would bring would bring your dead cat back to life? Yeah. It is also weird that that's the defining feature of the game, as she knows it. Yeah. It Uh, it seems like a very specific thing for her to know about. Yeah. And, I mean, as readers, we've seen this already, because that's basically what happened with Nana Sprite. Yeah. Um, but it's... It's so so weird. This is also where we kind of start to get, like, the would you like to play a game... Type lines, yeah, which are like fucking everywhere in this reading. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I like. I also like the that a uh, a little bit of world building we get is that there's more than one book in the four assholes series, <laughs> knitting for assholes. But yeah, after after that, um, it flashes back to Dave in the slight past. Dave is still stuck like a minute or two behind all the other characters. Um, which was infuriating. It's growing more infuriating for me as time goes on. Yeah. Uh, Dave not being in the same time stream. <laughs> and I and I hate it because I know it only gets worse. Um, let's see. We get so we get back to Dave and we get his version of what I am his version of the uh the intro flash type thing. Yeah. Um. Which in what you think of this? In my opinion. It is the funniest, obviously. It has the most direct comedy. Um, I don't, uh, let's see, was there much? Um, I, I, I kind of like it because it shows, like, oh, cities exist in this world. Yeah. Like, you can hear cars and stuff going, um, I like that it's already in, like, very under siege by the meteor storm. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense from, like, a world-burning perspective. Like, it, they're in the middle of the city. There's going to be more people installing suburb. There's going to be more meteors coming down. Um, but it is also, it's also kind of weird on that angle how Dave just doesn't acknowledge it. At any point, with all the, like, he, he, I don't think there's been a reference in the dialogue so far of, um, Dave's saying like, "Oh yeah, I'm an I'm in a I'm in a city, and it's, there's a meteor storm just demolishing the city's in flames." I think I think that that probably that would probably like go under him like trying to play things off as like him not caring. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> character, I guess. This this also has the this is where the the quotes are getting ridiculous. Where this it, it attributes "drop it like it's hot" to John Keats. <laughs> um, um, something I do like about this page is that while while he is in a city, it 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 does keep up the the trend of like this established loneliness of of the kids. Um, because like yeah, you hear the you hear the cars and everything, but He's he's like at the top floor of an apartment building, so he's like very detached from mm-hmm. society, just like the the two previous kids. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um. The the next thing we get, we stay with Dave. Uh, so a lot of this reading is gonna be with Dave. Um, but we get him venturing outside of his bedroom, uh, to go into the living room, and the first thing we see is the Mister T. Uh, fuck puppet. Now, do you want to talk about the? Let's let's hold off on the sex puppet thing. Uh, the the elephant in the room can stay in the corner for a little bit longer. Yeah, because it gets more and more here. Um, bro, we we learned that uh, bro, uh, basically the living room is his is his room. Um. So he's kind of dominating the Strider apartment, more or less. Uh, he, he a weird detail on this page that I just kind of wanted to point out is that um, he has a puppet chest for storing little Cal when he goes on gigs. What's what's Bro's act? I <laughs> I I never considered that. I never wondered about that. Uh, I'm gonna, I, I think, well, John makes a comment in the previous reading about being a, about being a white guy with a, a, um, ventriloquist rapping thing being incredibly lame. So, I, he, he probably, like, raps with the puppet? That, that that's so lame. That- <laughs> that's so shitty. The thought- I, I just love the idea that bro is getting booked for gigs. Yeah, it. God, I hate him. He. Uh, we'll get there in just a minute. Yeah, yeah. So like, Dave is kind of wandering around the living room and showing the reader like all the weird paraphernalia. Um, and he, part of the like a lot of what I think is we're talking about here is the um. Like, Dave's rationalization of the circumstances he lives in. Yeah. Right? So, like, he sees the Mr. T puppet, uh, and he attributes, like, he attributes a sense of profound humorous irony to it. Um, and then goes on to explain how it's layered under, like, dozens of layers of irony, where it's it's lame to joke about Mr. T, and it would have been lame to joke about Mr. T, like, years ago, uh, and now it's funny because it's so lame. It, he does a lot, th- there's a lot of explanation of, like, this This is how it sounds, the, the amount of insane this sounds is how it sounds when you try to explain to your family why you laugh at that picture of, uh, of Farquaad with Markiplier's face <laughs> on it. Yeah. And it's all in the service of 
a, a, a naked Mr. T puppet handcuffed to a pantsless Chuck Norris puppet. It's weird. Yeah, it it's it's to the point where it, where it almost sounds like he's being defensive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh definitely in the dialogue as well where he's he has to defend all the shit in in like all the puppet shit. Um there, there's this the the Xbox thing is a skate 3 joke which I don't know if that goes over the heads of people today but having a having a shitty skate game where you get caught in the physics every and everything there's not enough games like that out these days. Yeah. Just want to make a note of that. Uh, somewhere near. This is so hard to not just like. I don't know about you, but when I was reading this, um, and every time it showed a new corner of the living room with some new puppet thing, I, f- I felt Dave's pain here. I felt like my senses were assaulted. Yeah, I, I got. <laughs> watching him walk around it it made me it it was just really aggravating i um i specifically wrote in my notes that dave and bro live in a nightmare realm that is my specific wording it's so it's so evil The, the 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 one that really broke me was the the photo of the guy operating the frosty the snowman puppet but (laughs) Hussy has blurred out where his ha- where his hand is holding the puppet, so it looks like it's some it's sexual. Um, that's the one that like broke me. For me, it was it was the one a few pages before that where it's the 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 baby Muppets pictures and like oh god, what's his name? Gonzo. Gonzo's nose is fucking blurred out. <laughs> it. There's just an energy in this whole household that. It's hard to look at. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna, um, I'm gonna push this back to as far back in the episode as we can because I don't want to front load all of the stuff. But there's th- the whole puppet thing. There's a lot to discuss about this. Yeah. Uh, extra, yeah. Both, both in, b- both in canon and like, hey, did you know that's because of a forum thread from 2008? But we'll get there. Uh, keep listening, keep listening, folks. Uh, we're not, we're holding off on the good stuff. Um, let's see. This was, yeah, this was definitely in my reading where, like, I fucking fell apart and I had to go down the hussy rabbit hole of his old works. But we get our introduction to Lil' Cal. Like, I, was this the first, did we see Lil' Cal last week? Um, no. I don't think we did. Okay, that means this is the first time I can see that Lil' Cal's fucking creepy as shit. I... I can't stand Lil' Cal. Um, I hate him. He is the worst character in Homestuck. And I'm your... I'm planting that flag right here, right now. He, he is a beacon of everything that sucks in Homestuck. And I wish I, wish I could say that he goes away. We all do. I, I wish I could say that. <laughs> I guess I like the I like the page where Dave like fist bumps him. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. It um 
I hate Cal. I hate seeing him. Um. Ugh. <laughs> Cal makes me sick. This is. <laughs> I, I, like I, I okay. I think it's worth noting that I I have a I have a very strong childhood fear of puppets. Do you? I do. Uh, my my mom. Um, God bless her soul. She is a she is a puppet and doll collector, mm-hmm. and her entire bedroom is nothing but puppets and dolls. And when I was a kid, I watched. Uh, Scary Movie Three, and this is lore. I never th- knew this. <laughs> Have you seen Scary Movie Three? I've not. Uh, in Scary Movie Three, uh, there there's a there's there's a clown doll, and at one point in the movie, it's 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 a comedy movie, but like at one point in the movie, the clown doll drags this guy under the bed, and I saw this when I was a kid, and it freaked the hell out of me. I didn't think it was funny. I thought it it's 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 played off as like a really bad joke afterwards, but it. It gave me like really negative effects as a kid, and it made me terrified of dolls and and puppets. And so, like, cow and like everything about this reading, it sucks. <laughs> I, I see. I'm just cracking on the pressure of there being like sexualized puppets painting every facet of a living space. <laughs> I had, I feel for you, dude. Holy shit! Nightmare realm. <laughs> Just that's hideous. Where were Fuck. we? Uh, bros computer. Bros <laughs> okay. computer. We're staying on track. Uh, <laughs> we're at the computer. <laughs> uh, oh hell no! How long have we been recording? It feels like it's been an hour. It's been twenty six <laughs> minutes. Oh god! I'm fucking sweating. Uh, like thinking about like this I reading. S- <laughs> like I said, this is this is like. Not a particularly eventful reading, but it's a test of endurance. <laughs> it's the fucking puppet breakdown episode. Um, so we 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 take a look at Bro's computer. Um, I like his login screen; it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think an interesting note, and I could be wrong on this. This is like I'm retrieving this from my years old memory. Is that I'm pretty sure that Hussey has never seen Gurren Logon. Or at least, as of 2013, he had not. Hmm. Um, which is kind of interesting considering the whole, like, triangle shades motif. Yeah. And, uh, like, one of the... I associate, like, 2011 online with, like, there were, like, three kinds of forum icon. There was, like, or, f- like, four. There was, like, Homestuck. There was, like musical reference or like album cover or something there was Digurin flag and there was uh Flandre Scarlet Toho avatar um like Gurren Lagann was like super ubiquitous like in, like for a couple years after it came out and I, I think it's interesting that bro kind of walked into being like a really shitty Kamina reference like with Hussey having never seen the show yeah uh, he 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 definitely does communist memory dirty. Um. Oh. <laughs> uh. So so we so we log on to Bro's computer. Um, the password is definitely Lil Cal. Oh, um, it's six letters. I I I I always assumed it was Lil Cal. I I assumed it was ironic. Oh shit! 
uh, answer the Twitter poll. We're gonna tweet this out. We're gonna say, what do you think, Bro's desktop password we, is? We need That's answers. It. We Hussy, if you're listening, if you're listening, thanks, thanks for listening. But it could be Hussy. That could be the password. It could be Hussy. Hmm. A lot of things at Homestuck have six letter names. It could it could be Carcat. That wouldn't make any sense, <laughs> but it could be Carcat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It could be Vriska. It's Vriska. It's, it's Vriska. Vriska it is. Hussy, send me an email. Email me. Tell me it's Vriska. Hussy, you genius. Uh, genius foreshadowing. Uh, godlike. We so so we get to exploring Bro's computer, which is where things kind of continue to build. Um, I, before we look at plush rump, because we're gonna have to talk about plush rump for about half an hour. Yeah. Um, is complete bullshit. Like, was this a thing? Like, was this type of like uh vertical slice like content aggregator like a real program that people used, or is this completely made up? I. I want to say it's made up, but I used a really shitty content aggregator around this time, and it looked now, almost get, as bad. Did it get made because of Homestuck, though? I don't think so, because it was not this this vertical, sliced, rumbly mm-hmm. shit. It, it was just a really bad aggregator that was really ugly, and I don't know why I used it. Because uh, when you're when you're a teenager and you get a computer, you think, "What if I use all this stupid bullshit that makes my life harder, but it looks cool?" <laughs> in my That's mind, funny. I was like, "Oh, it's like all the things I care about in one place," <laughs> and that's not a good thing. <laughs> <sighs> and that's how you get the internet now, where there's three websites. Yes. It's unfortunate. Um. So. The first thing that Dave checks out is Super One Hello Jeff, of course. Of course. The, the king is back. I do appreciate, um, I know that last time I lamented that there's no way, like, Super One Hello Jeff is not dated. Um, but I appreciate that here it's, it links to the latest comic and it links to the actual latest comic at the time, which was the sports comic. Yes. Which is one of the funniest Super One Hello Jeffs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think last time we assumed that the first and second ones were the latest ones at the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's worth saying that the fourth one is my favorite one. It's up there. It's it's the it's the oh. <laughs> the economy in ruins. Bro, time to get my game on. Know what I'm saying? And there he goes. There he goes. Sometimes video games does cut. Yeah, that's a, that's an all time classic. That fucking picture um, of Obama. Oh, it, it's it, good. It's timeless. I see it everywhere. Um, I think that my... I'm not sure which favorite, which my favorite Super and Hello Jeff is. And I don't want to, like, extrapolate later on, because there's going to be so many more SBHJ jokes. Uh, but it, it might be the... It, 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 it might be the Sockers one. Um, may or may not be... Uh, informed by the what's his the Seinfeld Spitzstein animated version where it plays Night Call as the the car sinks into the yes into the ocean yes <laughs> <laughs> but that it was it's up there it's certainly up there ah okay um all right no more we can't avoid it page four hundred and sixty plush rump dear God. Where where do we begin? 
I want to note that um, when I was like 13 and I read this, like, I, as a 13 year old, like my, exp- this is, this is, this is not safe for work. Um, my experience with like internet pornography at like 13 was like not, did not consist of websites that looked like this. Yeah. Um, I, I found out about rule 34, uh, when I was a kid and I was like, dude, I can look at pictures of that, the Egyptian girl from Yu-Gi-Oh with her titties out. <laughs> Uh, so, but I had, like, never seen, like, a website that looked like, like, a pornographic website that looked like this, and this was, like, uh, I, I'm not an expert, but, like, this is a pretty on-the-nose parody of, like, a, what a, a, a budgeted-run porn site looks like. Yeah. And so when I was, like, a kid, I didn't really completely understand, I don't think, um... And part of that, part of that might just be that I, it, it, the association wasn't there in my brain, and part of it w- might just be that like, I, I was I was thirteen. Yeah. But wow, this is this is so much harder to go through okay. as an adult. Uh, yeah. Um. I I I feel like uh, with some people, the fact that it's like puppets. It, it, it like even with adults, it can kind of it can kind of miss some people, mm-hmm. but but this it, this is flat out like a fetish website. Yes, and it's and if you'd like try to recontextualize it with like something else, like I think the closest associated thing that I could think of is like like uh, like a like a like what are pool is the pool toy fetish like. An inflation fetish? I feel like that... Why are you asking me? I don't know. I... <laughs> the closest thing I can think of is... <laughs> no. <laughs> this is derailing so fucking fast. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, we've, been, we've been really good about being on topic once we start the shit. I need any fucking levity to get through this. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, like... Like, like back, back in the Ray William Johnson days, when like that he had, the, he, <laughs> I can't. I, I'm going through this the only way I know how to. There was one episode of Ray Ray William Johnson where he featured a guy who like blew up like pool pool toys, <laughs> and and it was just the guy playing with like pool toys and like popping them. And apparently, the guy had like a website or something where he like sold videos of it. That's like the closest thing to like puppets i can think of it being like a real fetish see i i remember seeing it probably a different guy maybe the same guy um i remember seeing like one of those episodes of like trashy reality tv uh like years and years ago like my strange addiction or something where it was a guy who like filled his like apartment with like big inflatable pool toys and he was like married to one or something yeah um i i there's no way it's not sexual. Yeah. Um. I have to. I can't make any conjecture on that because that fits squarely in the realm of like. That is a sex thing that I do not understand. There is nothing I'm into sexually that even comes close to an analog to that sort of thing. Yeah. And so. I I I just can't even make my brain try to comprehend it. Yeah. Um, 
the, um, the, the train of thought that I was trying to go through with that is, like, trying trying to, like, contextualize it as, like, something that's, like, more realistic of a fetish just to show how fucked up it is that, like, bro is doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, if it, if it weren't puppets and if, if, if it were something more grounded and, like, a more common fetish, then it would be easier to say, say oh, this bro is insanely fucked up. What the fuck is happening in the Strider household? Yeah. Um, and that proxy as it exists is kind of weird, um, because it becomes, like, really obvious, this whole reading, that, like, that's what's going on, and, like, that it's it's messed up that this is, like, what Dave grows up exposed to. Yeah. And immersed in. Um, I, I feel like, uh, if it weren't supposed to also be a, if it weren't, if it didn't also have to carry one, like, an intense, like, sense of humor with it. Yeah. Um, then it would, it would, this would be, like, a BDSM website or something. Yeah. Um, something, like, this is, like, a, this is, like, a retexture of something that's, like, very grounded, uh, like, sexually. The one thing that I, that I, that I do, the only thing that I like about this page is the, the puppet chat with the line, uh, but there's a lot of give to that ass. Bounce a coin off it, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, but that coin will take a good nap there. I love that. It's funny. Um, everything else is horrible. Yeah, and the gifts too. The gifts are. Hussy knows how to make some shit look uncanny. Yeah. Where the fuck were we? Uh, something else about this page. I I I I wonder how true the statement is that it's a multi-billion-dollar-a-year enterprise. That also is an interesting concept is like uh, that yeah actually um that was something that i looked at with a kind of a raised eyebrow because i remember like my uh, like my um mental image of this the whole time has been that like bro is the like progenitor of puppet pornography yeah but the 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 throwaway line that it's a multi-billion dollar a year enterprise and bro is like basically cashing in on that is just bizarre. What world do these people? What world do these kids live in? <laughs> a bad one, a really bad one. <laughs> two thousand nine. <laughs> the internet in two thousand nine. That's what they live in. Uh, we, yeah, we have more lines here about like from Dave's perspective, where he says it, it says, you know, this is ironic and all. And your bro reach, but and your bro reaches echelons of irony that you could only dream of daring to fathom. But on rare occasions, when your guard is down, it all seems just a tad unsettling to you. This is, this is the start of what I'm talking about. But like, I thought that the Rose and Mom thing was dark and unsettling. This is this is yeah. This is um wow. It it makes me wonder if um. The 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 thing the thing with the kids is you don't really you don't really know how much dialogue goes on between them and their guardians, um, right? And it it makes me wonder if Bro is saying it's it's an ironic thing or if Dave is just projecting his like kind of pseudo obsession with irony onto it to justify it, or if it's like a coping or if it's like a defensive mechanism. or that yeah yeah. <sighs> 
and we're still not done with this. Like it, it's 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 persistent. And then and then it zooms out and little Cal's sitting there. Horrible. Horrible. Um, the zoom in shot where uh everything just zooms in except the eyes are still like the vector. Horrible. Evil. Yeah, the, the fucking eyes. They're so bad. Do you think Hussey knew that he was gonna make this this puppet the antagonist of the entire comic? <laughs> hey, hey, whoa! Spoilers. I didn't know that. That's how it is on this bitch of an earth. <laughs> And 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 for what I know, he's not. I just remember him being the antagonist of most of, of of most of the comic from what I read up to, which is like half of it. So no, so no spoilers even. Um, I uh, some something about Lil Cal that I think worth think is worth noting. Um, Hussey owned a Lil Cal like before he like had like a product made that you could buy. Of, I of wait. Can you buy? Can you buy Lil Cal I th- right now? I think there was a time when you could, but you can't now. Oh, I don't. God. I don't know if it was like a fan made thing that somebody gave to him, or or if he just <laughs> he just has it. I don't. Hussy drives me insane. It, <laughs> the fact that this is an object that inhabits the same physical plane as me has not made me feel any safer. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it here first. Lil Cal is real. Lock your doors. He can hurt you. <laughs> he will. Oh god. Oh my god. There's this montage. This is montage on 465 of like Dave looking around and seeing the, all the shit and like starting to flip the fuck out a little bit. Uh, which the the worst thing about this is that like it's all funny, but it's also all like this kid's 13. Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. It. <sighs> I don't like it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> what the hell? Uh, where, where, where are we? Uh, D- Dave starts pestering John a couple of seconds in the in the past. We've seen. I think we've seen. We've seen this text before. Yeah. Uh, puppets. Puppets are still awesome. No problem with them or anything. Just like really, really awesome. He's doing. He's doing great. This also is the this is also the pester log between Rose and Dave that we saw at the end of the last reading or close to the end of the last reading, where we see like this is this this is now where Dave is that his mental state is it, that he is currently so uh freaked out. Um, and then we get to take a a brief breath of fresh air and go back to John in the future. Um. So, so there's a couple pages here where Rose is uh, deploying the punch design X. Um, we get to see that there's like imps in the yard and stuff. Um, and throughout like these couple pages, like John is non-functional. He's freaking out, uh, and Rose can't get his attention. Um, and this seems to be uh, as a result of like the inf. People have read this a lot of different ways. Um, it seems like from a, a narrative perspective to me, like the most straightforward thing is that it's like now that he's in the medium, like WV slash the commands given to him from the narrator are having like more of a direct effect on him. Yeah. What, do you, what did you think? Um, 
to me, it seemed like the the just the way WB was commanding him, like he started being more insistent on a specific thing. It it seemed like to me, it seemed like uh the more insistent WB was on something, like the more John was like could hear it, mm-hmm. and so therefore reacted more. No, I'm not gonna do that. But yeah, yeah. It, it's like um, it's I don't remember. I I didn't ever remember this, and so when I was reading through it, I was like, it's interesting that the that the that WV and more directly like the console he's operating has such like a direct influence over John. Yeah. And it, it 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 reinforces that like John is kind of I don't know like he's it's it's almost like he's losing agency in in this in this game a little bit yeah which is weird and it, it's kind of it's it's like weird and kind of scary I don't know um it's like less scary given the the kind of character that WV is but it's it, it's it's there's a little bit of existential horror there. Um, could you get the poker ride flash to work at all? Um, I could. I I did. I I couldn't. I don't know. Uh, is is there is there anything is there anything fun in it, or is it just the imp freaking freaking out on the pogo ride? Um, it was just the just. You're, we're talking about four seventy six, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just the. The imp, one, the one imp playing the piano. Mm-hmm. It was a funky little song going. Um, yeah, he was he was just freaking out on the on the pogo. This one's it seems to be it was it's broken on my version of Firefox, I guess. I I spent like ten minutes trying to highlight the window, trying to get it to work, and it just wouldn't. I was really torn up about it. That's why I use Google Chrome, the official sponsor of this episode. No, no, no. Fuck off. Fuck Google. <laughs> um. Fuck you, Google. Uh, get the fuck out of my house. Um, <laughs> no, don't do this bit ever again. <laughs> this is a Firefox household. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um. So, so Rose drops a piano on the one imp to kill it, and John is upset that the piano is has just been destroyed. Um. This is kind of Rose figuring out that she can uh like kill imps as the server without and just harvest materials that way which kind of i think is used as like the um it's like an excuse not to map out every combat sequence yeah cuz rose can just pass either of the kids can just passively farm out materials in the background while the other, while the other one is doing story relevant stuff so i appreciate that hussy yeah. thank you um, the, the other thing from this log that I kind of want to put a pin in, um, is, like, John is already loath to going down in the kitchen again because he doesn't want to encounter Nana Sprite making cookies. Yeah. Dude just reunited with his dead grandmother he never knew, and he's already, he's already <laughs> trying to avoid her. Come on, dude. Fuck's your problem. Uh, let's see. Rose lifts the poker ride with the grist on it up into the bathroom. John picks it up. 
Um, the piano has been killed. Uh, Rose starts getting to work on building upwards, uh, which is, as we now know, the goal, their immediate goal of the game. There's a really cute little bit here where uh, they're talking about stairs, and John makes a Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff reference. Yeah. And Rose does not acknowledge it at all in the text, but we get to see in the panel that she's giggling about it. It's adorable. Yeah, I um, I, I do like the fact that they, they both seem to enjoy Dave's work. Yes. As we all do. Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff's great. Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff is... We talk, yeah, we talked about the far reach of Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff last time. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's good. I And it's... It also kind of reinforces... I think I don't know if I brought this up last time, but I I wish that uh Homestuck had like group DMs um before there were a billion characters in it. Yeah. Uh and this is a really nice kind of way of like getting around it a little bit where we get to see we get to, we get a reminder that like this is a group of friends and they reference Dave they they reference their they reference Dave's uh Dave's material outside of his presence. Like, it's a nice little reinforcement on that count, yeah. I think. Um, and then, and then, uh, John saying, um, did, did you know he thinks puppets are cool? And then Rose says, does he? And John says, he's so dumb. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. It's really cute. Um, we get, we get some more, uh, like John meandering around. Uh, the the kitchen sink is completely fucking full of shaving cream in John's bathroom. I don't know why Dad has dozens of cans of Barbasol. Um, but because that's he's all a dad. they have in the yeah. Dads need dad. to shave. That's dads do. Dads need to shave. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, John John picks up the two two cans of Barbasol for no reason. Uh, shaving, brandless shaving cream for no reason. Um, there's a little bit of dicking around. We get to see that Nana Sprite uh, is baking a shitload of cookies with... Uh, an imp tries to steal a cookie <laughs> and she obliterates it. That This fucking page is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's incredibly funny. But it also had me... It also made me re- re- like, think like... Do imp, like does, does Sprite's attack? Like... That's a thing. Is that yeah. a thing? That's a thing, right? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> why is John? Why is the player character the weakest? The weakest link in this in this arrangement. <laughs> um, John clears out uh, his house of imps by going berserk on his uh, pogo ride, uh, which is a good sequence of pages. I'm I'm a big fan of just John hopping around. On the poker ride, murdering everything, and then fucking eating shit and passing out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Did I did I make notes on this? There's not like a huge. This is like a lot here. Uh, it's just kind of bit humor. It's 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 funny, but it's like, yeah. Um, there's the nice abscond dude. I I remember as a kid, like I really uh. The whole. Like, the, the, the vocabulary of Homestuck and, like, the battle system all using, like, A words was really enticing to me, or, like, entertaining. Yeah. Um. 
just wanted to make a note of that. Uh, it's 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 a it's a good kind of motif to use. Um, whoops. Refrigerator levels up. Woohoo! Uh, uh, we did get the return of WV on the on the console. I don't think. Yes. Yet. And he's he's more polite. He's yeah obnoxiously polite. As much as I love him. He's not being obnoxious. I like it. It's funny. It's cute. I think you just hate fun. I, I don't hate fun. I, maybe I do hate fun. <laughs> yeah, this kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. Um, where WV's like new positive language, John is now again like enraptured by it. Yeah. Uh, he's smiling like little dip. Um, Rose is, and and again, uh, like Rose is trying to contact him, and he's completely out of the loop. To be fair, in this scenario, his PDA is trapped. Oh yeah, right, right. I th- this is what happens when we don't go over every piece, every bit of uh, inventory stuff, and make note <laughs> of it all. What a shame. Um, Rose drops the safe, uh, through the house and on top of one of the imps, which breaks it open. Um, <laughs> WV asks John if he has a can opener and John is now overwhelmed by thoughts of a can opener, uh, to the point where, well, not only is he not answering his friends, but he's not, he's completely oblivious to being surrounded by enemies that ostensibly are going to kill him. Yeah. Um, hmm. maybe he does hear it more in in the medium. I, 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 yeah. I, I never really, I never really picked up on that. Yeah, it's uh, this. This might be another con- case of something that like is toyed with but never retains its significance. But yeah, it definitely seems like John has less agency uh, in this in this section, being being directly commanded by WV at the console. I, I, I know there are instances of, of characters losing losing agency in similar scenarios later, but it with with the console it I I I, I do think it, it, it does kind of lose relevance and is never really brought up again. But there there are similar ways of like the whole losing agency thing mm-hmm. that that sticks around. But that's for later. Yeah, could... that's that's for later. <laughs> yeah, this could be Hussey like experimenting with that kind of thing. But it, it's it, it, there's 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 a good number of deprecated game mechanics. Yeah. I guess. Uh, we see WV. Uh, we get another like brief WV page. All the WV pages like being in this style where it links to a panel sequence is it's it's kind of weird. Um, I like it. I like it right now, but uh, I know that we're gonna get like pages where he's just the POV, like he's just the POV character in the regular way the story is told. Yeah, and it's, it's it's a little strange. Um, I, I, the the uh, the book on human etiquette, um, being specifically on human etiquette, uh, and making comments on uh the um. 
humans having an observed an absurd fourth digit uh, on their hands. Um, it got me thinking. Like, do people like like? There's not really an explicit statement that WB isn't human until now. And this isn't really explicit, but, like, it, it makes me wonder if back in the day people thought that this character was, like, a person or a human. Yeah. Uh, And just looked like that because of stylization. Because it, it does look like that. Like, it, it, you could feasibly look at this character and think, like, oh, in this cartoony style, like, this is a person with, like, a mummy outfit. Yeah. But this is where you get that, like, Wherever he is, it's humans are are an alien species, and we have documented uh, their their mannerisms. Um, I okay. Uh, I just moved my foot and I bumped something in my closet. Um, let's see. There's this game facts page. Um, where uh, like. This this is kind of more recap stuff, but also just kind of there for humor, I guess. Yeah. Um. I don't I don't think anything of note is is on this page besides the fact that it like really hammers home the fact that Rose cannot see inside uh Dad's room. Yeah, that's interesting. Um. I I had forgotten how uh. How heavy it lays on the dad mystique early on. Yeah. Um. It's also another thing with the uh like the the links is that I'm pretty sure that when this was hosted on MSPA, um, those were actual tiny URL links to like an external image hosting service. Um, that are now just oh. uh, on the Homestuck website. I I didn't realize that they weren't anymore. They they definitely were at one point. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Where get more um, building? More building. Uh, Rose destroying like all. I like Rose destroying like the enemies. Um, to keep John safe while he's like incapacitated is is good. Yeah, it's a good bit. Um. Let's see. What do I have in my notes? Uh, not really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think we talked about like what's going on here. Like, WV is continually bugging John about getting a can opener. Um, John is uh frozen by this. Rose is killing things around him. John completely doesn't notice it. John's friends are trying to contact him, and they're really frustrated. Uh, the the the, the picture of Rose like. Shoving her face in a pillow out of frustration is great. Um, we do get to see what's inside Dad's safe. Uh, which is which is a point of interest here. Yeah, um, it is a it is a big point of interest. Um, let's see. Is there anyth- is there anything before we get to actually like zoom in on the uh, newspaper clippings? Um, we. we before we get to that, we do get John learning how to use the the how do you pronounce it? D- I say Designix. Yeah, Designix. I want to say Designix sometimes, but that's just patently wrong. Yeah. Um, Which uh, 
I, it only took us 500 pages to find out why they're called capture log cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. On the on the way there, we see I, I, I yeah the 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 Rose and Dave pester log where Dave is like really freaking out. Uh, does not want to be as as he says, wrist deep in puppet ass. Um, and Rose is just kind of like telling him to suck it up and making jokes about it. Which is weird. Um, I, I don't think there's like a... Th this might be another case of um what we saw before with John and Rose where one of them doesn't really... doesn't seem to understand the gravity of like the discomfort the other one is in. Yeah. Although maybe even Dave doesn't understand like the discomfort that he's in. It... it We'll continue talk. We'll continue the puppet discussion when we get when we have to look at the puppets again. Uh, this is a this is a mess of an episode. Oh yeah. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we find out why capture log cards are called capture log cards because they have a capture on the back and they have uh, every item has a unique code assigned to it. And uh, the punch design serves to 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 turn inventory spaces into a codification of that item that can be later reproduced with other suburb uh, items. Which, this is kind of, like, one of the instances of the mechanics of suburb and the mechanics of homestuck, like, bleeding into one another. Yeah. It's a little, little confusing as to why all these mechanics exist. Better not thinking about it. Uh, John f fucks up like an idiot and gives himself two inventory spaces, which is horrible. Um, Rose throws the bathtub through the, the through the through the house. Um, let's see. Dave has let John know that he thinks puppets are awesome, and that's really all there is to say on the matter. Uh, Rose has given him a warning in advance that he, she's about to throw a bathtub through his wall. Um, and. This is. There's a point here, another pester log, where they make more allusions to Dad's room. Um. Rose asks if he's ever been in there. John says no, which, in itself, is strange. Um, not, not ever going into your dad's room when like there's two people living in the house. I don't know. It. it, it Maybe some families, that's not weird, but it seems weird to me. Yeah, it definitely seems weird to me. Um, but then, uh, like, Rose seems really evasive on the topic, which is a little also weird. Like, she just, it seems like she just assumes that John knows that she can't see inside Dad's room because he's never been in there. Uh, and then she's like... She she just doesn't have a very good feeling about it. This this pester log is weird and vague, and it's like ominous, and it doesn't really seem to fit or gel with a lot of what we've seen previously in terms of exploration. I don't know. Yeah. Um, where are we going to next? Uh, now we get to look at uh, what is in Dad's safe, which is cool and interesting the the first and like most obvious thing is the older colonel sassaker's book 
which is like put a pin in that again um but also the newspaper clippings uh i actually went back and i i i, I googled uh years that april 13th was on a monday and i the, the two dates that this is probably from is either from 1992 or 1998 uh but we see a clipping that says that, that basically shows uh, meteors, uh, the meteors, uh, striking the earth, um, Crocker facility leveled, um, and this being, uh, from nine, either 15 years in the past or, uh, 10 years in the past. Yeah. Or, uh, ele- or, uh, 11 years in the past, rather. Uh, an- another note about this, this page is in, in the little paragraph in, in the article. Um, it says it's it's another instance in a pattern of recent cosmological phenomena. Yeah. So, just just this something is... to take note of. Yeah. Uh, Dad is involved somehow. John is not the protagonist of the story by coincidence. I guess that's what we're saying. Yeah. Um. I'd, yeah, I had forgotten about this. Um, yeah, I, I didn't remember um, that this was hinted at before. I might have, mi- maybe I had just like missed it, or maybe I just kind of like, I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. But yeah, I, yeah, this is kind of uh, as I remembered it. I thought the only thing in the safe was the Colonel Sasker's book, hmm. not not cl- clippings and a shaving book. <laughs> The the shaving book. I I don't know how notable the shaving book is. Um, it's it's funny. It's funny that there's this giant tome about how to shave. Um. And the other thing is that behind the safe there was a note on the wall. Uh, that said, "Uh, son, if you're reading this, it means you are now strong enough to lift the safe. You are now a man. As such, you are entitled to what is inside. I know you will take this responsibility seriously. I am so proud of you." Which is, I don't know, I like this characterization for Dad. Um, I like the idea that John was going to pick up the safe with his hands and move it. Um, but I also find interesting that Dad at some point was planning for John to discover this. Yeah. Uh, and also how, like, unnoted it is on John's part. Um, the characters don't really address this, that that, that dad has newspaper clippings in his safe that are very ostensibly related to the phenomena that they're experiencing in the moment. Um, it, it's, it's weird how oblivious the characters of this are sometimes. Yeah. I don't... I don't think it... It really implies that, like, John actually, like, reads the newspaper clippings. Mm-hmm. Like it, uh, the narrative does just make note of them, and so you, you can assume that John like saw them, but maybe he didn't like actually like look them over or anything, because mm-hmm. it's like just a bunch of old newspaper clippings. Why should, why should John give any care about them? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is that there's the number on the back of the card on the wall, which has. The numbers 024913 on it, which 
I don't know if this is one of the I, this I don't know if this is one of the magic numbers with significance. Uh, the narrative notes that this is probably the combination of the safe is what John sees it as. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna I don't remember. I'm gonna remember those numbers, and next time I see them, I'm gonna be like, aha. I can't I can't think of them ever being significant besides the number thirteen. Um, mm. I mean the number four is there, four one three, but then you have the two nine. It, it, my my dumbass when I first saw this, I was like, oh, I wonder what the significance of this date is. <laughs> uh, uh, is is it uh, is it's it's month year day? That's <laughs> that's February thirteenth, nineteen forty nine. What happened then? Uh, readers, uh, listeners, tell us. Um, let's see. Uh, John finds an empty capsule card and is promptly about to destroy it. Um, <laughs> there's the sequence of abrupt launching things out the hole in the, uh, uh, the hole in the house, which I, the way that this gif is cut and these gifs are cut is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, the way shit just gets launched into the void. So John accidentally makes a, he punches a capture log card with a capture log card inside it, thereby eff- effectively wasting two slots of, in- of his inventory. See, now he can only carry two things at once. Um, there's more shit getting thrown out of the house, which is good. Uh, narrowly, we'd narrowly avoid losing the PDA forever. Um, Rose does a sweet catch. Uh, it's it, it, it saved. It's not down there in the, in, in the land. Um, the same thing happens with the Colonel Sassaker, the old Colonel Sassaker book, and it narrowly avoids falling off the cliff. Um, there's some level up pages, uh, the, 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 John levels up, Colonel Sasker levels up, the bathtub levels up, uh, the, the safe is dead and it is going off to Vault Hala, which is a good joke. I, I sighed when I, when I read Vault Hala. <laughs> it's so dumb. I love it. Um, let's see. John attempts to run up the stairs at the behest of the reader or at the behest of WV um was warned about stairs bro and then we see and then we see the when we see a big imp uh start to start to start to make his way up over the edge of the cliff but then oh no we have to go back to Dave <laughs> we're here in our favorite part of the reading we're, we're in our favorite part of Homestuck I can't uh, this is nothing but diversions. How, many, how long have we been recording? This is a long episode. We're already an hour and ten in. Um, how poorly we're handling this makes me question how we're going to deal with, like, Equius. It'll, be, not, Act 5. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. We're, we're, rapid, we're rapidly approaching a two-hour-long episode regular. Um, fuck me, dude. All right, so Dave, ignore little Cal and find the beta. Um, we see we see Dave make note of his brother's extra- rad and extremely expensive ninja sword, and it suddenly disappears. It is taken away by a a, a flash of darkness. Um, and the next page we see the flash of darkness place little Cal next to Dave. Uh, a threat is looming. 
And then we get to the part that I wanted to talk about this whole time where <laughs> Dave examines the door and he sees a comic which seems to be portraying some of the Muppet Babies characters involved in some kind of jigsaw game. Do you know where this comes from? I I don't. Okay. Okay, okay, awesome, awesome. This means I get to talk, I get to, I get to dominate more of this episode's uh, runtime. Um, get my note. So, in 2008, um, the MSPA forums were very much a thing because MSPA existed before Homestuck. Uh, and there were not fan ventures in the sense that we know them today or we knew them in, like, 2009 even. Um, but it was not an uncommon thing on the forums for there to be, like, a a thread with, like, a prompt where someone would make art uh, and, like push a story along in the fashion of Hussey had bef- had been doing. Yeah. This one uh, is called the Cheerful Bear I Would Like to Play a Game thread. <sighs> Cheerful Bear, I believe, was a user on the MSPA forums who was actually not in this thread at all. I think this had to do with forum drama because the OP of the thread is um, Michael Furman, uh, who was involved... I don't know if he's still involved, but he was involved early on with Homestuck and MSPA. He was a friend of Hussey's. Uh, starting, the, the OP is a sock puppet of his posing as a jigsaw-like character, um, harassing him, telling him he's an asshole uh, on the forums, and giving him an ultimatum of either cut off his own leg or make Muppet Babies erotica for him. Uh, Cheerful Bear never appears in this thread, like I said, but Hussey does, and Hussey and Furman kind of get into this back and forth of this, of this comic, uh, uh, of this Jigsaw game, where Jigsaw is forcing Andrew Hussey's, in the, Hussey in the comic, to create Muppet Babies pornography, and then the Muppet Babies kind of make an appearance, this is from that, um, there's a lot of so much of the uh of the strider household is, is like picked and curated from the early uh fr- from like pre homestuck hussy humor um like this this comic is literally uh an edited version of one of the comic uh comics from that thread god i <laughs> Um, I would recommend going back. I would, I would recommend looking up the Cheerful Bear I would like to play a game thread. It's, it's actually really funny. That thread also, I think, is the origin of, um, the picture of Gonzo where his nose is blurred out. <laughs> uh, I incurred so much psychic damage researching this episode, and I can't even think of a good place to take that knowledge. I just wanted to make sure you all knew about that. Thank you for your uh, sacrifice. <laughs> pre pre 2009 hussy is crazy oh um i also uh while while we're here before we go back to the to the narrative as it were um i want to note that i found the source of that art that's in rose's room oh um that's f- art hussy did for a brief uh, a brief novel um that was intended to be a like a satirical like 
jab at Harry Potter, um, which the full text of which is available online, uh, never got finished, um, and it gets bizarre uh, and like homestuck level complexity pretty fast. Uh, but it, because it's all words, it, it it you have less time to absorb it, and it's just kind of a nightmare. But yeah, that art there, that art on Rose's wall is uh, concept art for 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 Hussey's uh Harry Potter spoof. Huh. The more you know. Interesting. Anyway, um, back to the nightmare. <laughs> back to Dave. Poor Dave. So, Dave takes down the comic and he rips it up. Um, which is, like, a level of aggression that is, like, Dave's not doing okay. Uh, he doesn't want to deal with this. Uh, and, and, and the, and, and the text on 566. Um, okay, some of this stuff you know he's just leaving around again under skin. This is obviously another ploy in his relentless state, in his relentless siege of one-upmanship to get your goat. The same goat you've been meaning to complete, like, ironically, but that will have to wait for a more appropriate time. The one-upmanship here, the one-upmanship here is like what I was talking about, yeah. where it's super obvious that like there's a there's meant to be a comparison here between the Strider household and the Lalonde household. Yeah. Um. Like Dave is kind of imprinting onto his guardian like a a behavioral pattern of irony, and he perceives this contest one-upmanship that may or may not definitely exist. Uh, and it closed out the page by saying that, honestly, you think this material is just a little too ironic. You just don't need to see this shit right now. Um. <sighs> Dave living in, now that we've, like, seen the environment, well, actually, there's a little bit more that we should talk about first. This, this is, this is so bad. Um. Dave, like, messes around in the kitchen. And we see, uh, he turns on the blender that has a puppet in it. It goes all gory, and one of Bro's, like, hidden webcams has recorded it. And this is one of the places where, like, the red flags kind of, like, started to raise again. Oh, yeah. Um. What do you think about the ethics of making your uh your little your underage little brother uh make weird fetish porn for you? Um it's insanely fucked up. It <laughs> Yeah. Uh I I I think that's all there is to be said about it is that it's insanely fucked up. <laughs> the... Again, I when I read this as a kid, it it was just a joke to me and it's funny and it's like you know, maybe 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 we live in maybe it's 2020. Maybe it's current year. Maybe we live in the woke age, and uh, we can't read any media without uh, going crazy about how problematic it is. But this is uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, um, this is the 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 fact that it specifically says that bro has many webcams. Yeah. Um, uh, I. It's it's not good. <laughs> Dave has a an unhealthier. An unhealthier living circumstance than roast for sure. Yeah. Um. And and that like he like Dave's internal monologue slash the narration um says like you may have just been an unwitting accessory to some sort of grizzly puppet snuff film. You're not totally sure how you feel about that. Like like he understands what's going on on some level. Yeah. Or if not, he just explicitly understands what is going on. Um. Like, he starts to, like, lash out in the environment. There's some inventory bullshit, which is, like, eh, whatever, get through it, get through it. Um, 
But, like, then he just starts to lash out and, like, destroy, like, destroy, like, the puppets and shit. Like, he shoves it down the, the garbage disposal. He shoves the jigsaw puppet down the garbage disposal with the camera and everything. Um. Yeah, like, I guess there's a conversation we want to have about, the uh, just about David Bro's living circumstance. Like, now is the time to have it. Yeah. It, I, 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 I keep using the words insanely fucked up. It is, but but it is. Um, Dave, Dave mentions uh uh when when he opens when he opens the fridge and a bunch of shitty swords fall out. Um, mm-hmm. he specifically says that if he wants any food or drink in the house, he has to hide it in his closet. Pretty much got no choice but to hide. It in yeah. His like what the fuck is up with that? It's it it's a completely like useless kitchen. Um, D- Dave more or less seemingly just like lives in his own room, which yeah. I I mean a lot of people do that, but like the circumstances he's having to do it under, like he's he has to stay in his room. And yeah, like his entire apartment is. Like a fetish pornography studio. Yeah. Not a good environment to grow up in as a kid. And not uh Yeah, it, it's 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 gross. Um and it's weirder because like I was thinking a lot earlier about like kind of the uh, again, um Dave is one of the more like misconstrued characters by fandom yeah um in circumstances i made a comment in an earlier episode where i i I think i used like the phrase that like the male characters in homestuck are more like victimized by the fandom and then like ever since i said that i was like that sounds like uh completely not what i meant it to it sounds like i'm being really sexist and weird um what i what i kind of meant by that was that like homestuck in 20 like Back when it was, like, a big thing on Tumblr, um, obviously, like, being on Tumblr, like, a large, uh, a, a, most of the fan base, probably, the majority, was, like, very, very young, um, and most of them were attracted to men, because that was, like, the Tumblr demographic, right? Yeah. And so a lot of the male characters in Homestuck specifically kind of got the treatment where they get turned into, like, fandom objects of entertainment for romantic and or sexual purposes. Yeah. Um, and that especially is that happens to Dave a lot. Um and the I know that like the forbid like forbidden topic was that like there there was a there was a pretty like vocal minority of people who like shipped uh Bro and Dave, which is like do not endorse that messed up um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it right now if you're listening to this podcast and and you ship bro dave at any point in your life if i see you in the streets you're dead i agree i'll beat the shit out of you it drives uh or or if you're now no longer 13 and you are now reading along with us and you you have seen in a new light uh you can repent i still won't shake your hand but you can repent Please it's repent. still fucking weird. Please repent. It's still, it's still fucking weird, 
but um i have to say that like the the weird like not like direct sexual abuse here but like this is definitely some kind of like this is this constitutes some kind of like sexual abuse yeah i think yeah ah poor dave poor dave poor dave like jesus it's dark stuff Where where even are okay? Uh, there's not really anything. There's not really much else to talk about. Like it kind of wraps up after this. Um, um, he tries to fix his, even... his shitty ass algorithm on on his modus. Okay, we can talk about this detail for 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 a minute. Um, I, I, I uh, this is another instance where I'm entertained by the hash map modus and how he has the option to like hash it by uh, every letter has like a Scrabble tile value. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, I think that's cool. Uh, I I like that it's uh, it's now like a physical menu that he can interact with. There's like an empty. There's like an empty inventory button. Yeah. Um. Not. Yeah, and then he then like it ends. Like one of the last things that happens here is that um. There's a jigsaw joke puzzle piece scrawled on the ceiling on the um on the latch to the attic or the crawl space uh that says hello Dave and he opens it and it's just filled with the porno puppets um it... <laughs> I used to think this was the funniest shit ever when I was a kid and now it's ruined for me I hate it. I I I told you, homes homes look way different when you read it now. It, whew. <sighs> um, we get the same pester log from earlier where uh like Dave is freaking out, um, and Rose is kind of like, not is is kind of just like brushing him off or like joking about it. Um, I like the I like the. The line where he says, "I'm whirling in the terrible cyclone at the epicenter of my own personal holocaust of twitching foam noses." Um, that's not a that's not a slur watch, but like, I I, I guess tally one on the holocaust watch. Do we need that? <laughs> I I think we might. Um, I'm gonna say yes. Okay, considering Hussey's history with being a little bit problematic in that area. I think it, uh, I think it needs its own watch. <laughs> uh, um, I have to say, I mean, I've, I, I, I've seen the wizardology book. I don't know if you looked at the wizardology books since I've talked about it. Um, uh, but like, I've seen, I've seen the, I've seen the racism. I've seen the, uh, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the hussy N word. I've seen a hussy N word in the hussy handwriting. I haven't, I don't remember any hussy anti-Semitism or any like, but I feel like yeah, Holocaust jokes are definitely on the table. I feel like um, I wouldn't say he's had any outright anti-Semitism. He may have. There, there's there's plenty of hussy stuff out there that might prove me wrong. Um, but he he's definitely mishandled some some talkings oh. about it in the past, specifically in the past like like two years. Oh shit! And. <laughs> This is this is what I get for being out of the loop. This is what you get for being out of the loop. Um, we might have our own episode on it if we get that far, 
but he did drop like a timeline that he used as like a guide for like events like on the the two earths that's that's a you said the word timeline and i immediately remembered in my periphery there i remember hearing about the hussy timeline and how there was racist shit you on probably it. saw me tweeting about it because I, I i i i spent like a good two days tweeting about it i think so i think so uh he definitely he definitely like did like a really he did a real problematic that's what he did um <laughs> but yeah um if when when we get done with with homestuck and we start journeying journey taking the journey between homestuck proper and future properties we will definitely need to have like an episode specifically dedicated to that timeline because it's mm. it it it's really good world building but if it weren't for like all the problematic shit it it it's it's hard to consume because of how uh, because of the like big glaring problematic shit hmm. is this like i don't know i guess we could kind of file that under like this is homestuck is from a different time um or or is it like in the realm of like Wow, Hussy, why did you embed this weird rant about uh, skull shapes in your personal journal? Why'd you do that, Andrew? You're listening. Tell Come us, on, Andrew. Man. Hit us up at, at uh, a homestuck podcast at gmail.com. HPcast on Twitter. Um, the only, like, I think we're pretty much done with this reading. The only other, the only other uh, thing about this reading is, one, at the end of it, um, you get the, there's the, there's the, bro, roof now, bring Cal, we're doing it, we're making this happen, which is, uh, it, 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 regardless of context, I like that. It's, 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 it's entertaining. Yeah. And then Dave jumping out of the puppet pile, like, the one, which I am 100% sure is a Matrix Reloaded joke, uh, one of the best movies of all time. Never seen it. Uh, it's not unironic. It, can we talk about the Matrix Reloaded? I'm gonna talk about the Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> uh, the Matrix Reloaded, um, is a horrible sequel to the amazing film The Matrix, directed by the Wachowski sisters. Uh, it's got some really cool fight scenes in it, and the one that this panel is referencing is the one where. Uh, Keanu Reeves, um, Keanu Reeves uh, as Neo fights a shit ton of Agent Smith clones in a public park, um, and he and he does burst out of the pile of Agent Smith clones like the one in in a horrible CGI sequence that I actually I I, I saw this panel and I was like I want to go and rewatch I want to go back and rewatch all the fights from Matrix Reloaded so I do that today. Um, the fights hold up. Not much. Not much else about that movie holds up. I hated this reading. <laughs> Yeah, this this reading was it, it was hard to get through. Um I think I think this reading has a curse on it because I I just want to say now it probably seems like I was being really agreeable this episode and said a lot of yas. That's because my internet has been shitting itself and it, oh, no. it hasn't been doing it like at all today and it only started when we started this episode. So Fuck. I think this episode is cursed. Uh, and we can't throw it, we can't throw it out either because there's a lot of really we there's a lot of really funny stuff. Yeah, this, this is this episode is four, right? This episode four, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is objectively great material. Um, uh, this is this is just like for... the episode, the fourth episode of Gurren Lagann. Oh fuck! It, it it the the circle of stupidity is complete. We did it. Um, <laughs> go watch Gurren Lagann. 
if uh, all pod listeners go watch Gurren Lagann, it's a great show. It's 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 my favorite anime. I haven't seen a lot of anime, but it's my favorite. Um, what's your stance on watching up to the time skip and then just watching the second movie? Um, I I I I really like that take. Um, uh, there are some things that happen in the last few episodes, like some specific deaths that I wish were in the movie. Um. No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, no spoilers on on who dies, but everyone dies in anime. Like, uh-huh. um, but I do think that like some of the deaths that were reversed, um, in the movie, shouldn't have happened. I don't remember enough about the movie versus the last couple episodes to really like make an intelligent take on that. I do remember like the pivotal death still happening. Yeah. Um. We've got it in this episode. We've got to stop fucking talking. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't read Homestuck. D- don't uh, read Homestuck. Don't no watch Gurren Lagann. No episode um, next week. This is all uh, canceled. Um, Go spend your time watching Darling in the Franks. This is a failed project. <laughs> we'll be starting our Darling in the Franks podcast next week. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Episodes one through four. That's your assignment. Watch episodes one through four of Darling in the Franks. We'll be back to talk about it next week. Don't do that. This is a joke. <laughs> um. Oh god. Our actual, I wasn't exp- are, 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 are we are we wrapping up? I feel like we're wrapping up. Um. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh. I was gonna say that I didn't expect to have an episode that would just break us this this early in. I knew there would be one. I didn't think it would be this one. <laughs> Because I, I, I read this yesterday, and I was like, that sucked. Can't wait to get the episode out of the way. And this episode has just spiraled <laughs> out of control. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was reading it, and I was like, wow, this sucks. But I didn't expect how much it, how much damage it would do trying to talk about it out loud. I, I, uh, I, I, I want to, like, formally apologize for, like, bringing up, like, inflation point, like, halfway through this episode. No, that, no, that was the best part of the episode. That's going to be the part that everyone likes the most. <laughs> the rest of it is just kind of me, like, awkwardly trying to get through the reading and you just, like, being silent because it sucks and I'm the one who does, who, who carries the, 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 thro- the, 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 the thread through. Um... Next uh, next week the... will be our best episode of all time. You guys can Are look you forward sure to about that. that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say that I think our best episode of all time is gonna be uh the the Dancester Explore Flash. If we make it that far, it's gonna be that one. Yeah. Because we're gonna have an episode over that. That's gonna be the best episode. Uh I'm jinxing it right now. Um We're definitely gonna we're gonna talk about Cronus for like thirty minutes and Cronus <laughs> <laughs> episode. Um, no, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a fucking cankery episode, dude. Uh, regardless, that is, that is many pages in the future. Although, um, I, I, the amount of pages we've been working through per episode has, uh, really kind of surprised me. Like, we're, we're now over a quarter of the way to Act 5. Um. We'll be there in no time. Yeah, we'll be there in no time. It's crazy. Um, my, what I would like to posit for next week is to read the rest of Act 2. Yeah, um, that, that's what I was thinking. Get to end of Act Two. Yeah. All right. Um. And I guess that I guess that takes us. I guess. Uh, uh, I guess we're done with this episode. Wow. It, it 
It's been like two hours. It feels like it's been a year. The nightmare is um, over. Um, I feel like we made some, too, some discoveries about Homestuck ourselves and our our peers. Andrew Hussey. Andrew Hussey. Our peers. Anime. Anime. Um. Um. In inflation porn. <laughs> um. We haven't made any discoveries about that, dude. And I prefer to keep that to. <laughs> I prefer to keep that as true as possible. No more discoveries on that front. Okay, we're. We're ending this episode before we drag it on like an extra yes, five minutes. Um, I'm Aiden. I'm John. Uh, our Twitter is at HPcast. You've been listening to a Homestuck podcast. Um, I'd like to, for the first time, give a shout out to our awesome editor, Alex. Um, he's the greatest. Uh, his information is probably on our Twitter at this point. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, I think that, that that does it for this that'll, episode. That'll be it. We'll, we'll see you guys next week. Read Act 2. Get Finish Act 2. See everybody.